0: Hello, guys, and welcome to Koa Radio. Today, I have a very special guest. Her name is Kelly, and we actually connected on Instagram. And I wanted to, to share her story, what she's about, and talk a little bit more about some of the things that she and I have been discussing over the past
1: few months. So, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Jen, so much for having me on today. Um, Like Jen said, my name is Kelly. I am a constantly evolving woman. Um, I currently am an educator of little third graders. Um, I'm also about to be certified as a holistic nutritionist. I have a podcast called Listening to Your Gut, uh, where we focus on the literal and figurative meaning of that phrase. Um, And I also... I'm an autoimmune warrior who has both Hashimoto's and ankylosing spondylitis, which is a psoriatic arthritis condition. Um, And in the past two years, I've really been working on healing my body from the inside out um, through holistic wellness and really have focused on healing specifically my gut Um, from a whole host of issues. I've at this point, I've healed myself from H. pylori and SIBO. And I'm now currently in the process of eradicating candida yeast overgrowth, as well as a mold toxicity. So yeah, just uh, constantly, like I said, evolving and ever changing human being that's really focused on spreading my knowledge and sharing my health and wellness journey with as many people as I possibly can so that they can hopefully learn from what I've gone through, um, and know that they can heal themselves too. Awesome. Thank you for sharing all of that. I, I
0: actually am very intrigued by your story because we talked about my story on your podcast. So I would love to hear your story when it comes to the Hashimoto's and the, you know, thyroid situation and everything. So tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah, definitely. So it really starts back, um, gosh, back when I was 15, my dad was diagnosed with heart disease. He had, um, a lot of blockages in his arteries and actually he went for a stress test and, um, and I promise this all relates. This is, this is my journey, how it started really. Um, and he, he started having, um, issues with just having chest pains. And so he went in and had a stress test and, Um, came home and within an hour was called back to the hospital and, you know, they said, look, you've got to come back. Like you, we're surprised you haven't had a heart attack. Like you have so many blockages in your, your arteries. And, um, we were just, you know, completely, my family and I completely shocked, couldn't, couldn't believe it took him back. Um, he ended up going in and having several stents put in to open up his arteries that were blocked and, uh, the doctor came out and, um, you know, it, it was fortunately a successful procedure, but the doctor came out after the procedure um, and was just like sheet white. And my mom and my brother and I were like, oh my God, he, he's gone. Um, he w- wasn't thankfully, but um, that was really kind of the beginning to my health and wellness journey because I I saw how the the doctors face looked at us like in terms of like oh my god I can't believe you know he made it through this type type thing um, and just him kind of sh- expressing that shock made me feel like oh my god like I I need to assess how I'm you know fueling my body and what I'm doing to support myself and so I really started focusing after that on, you know, my dad started eating much healthier. I started focusing on eating healthier. I was a very picky eater, um, started trying to branch out and explore new food options. I started really getting into fitness, which was something I hadn't, um, gotten into, but I, you know, I knew that combined with food and fitness that I could start to make my body, you know, feel better. Um, and so I, started that out and then kind of took it to the extreme and ended up, um, you know, um, developing an, um, anorexia. So, um, that was over the course of about two, three years I developed anorexia. Um, I got to the point where I was just obsessively exercising and really restricting what I was eating. um, partially because I didn't want to end up where my dad had been, but also it was related to just stress and anxiety. I was feeling as a teenager. Um, I think, you know, many can relate to those teenage years, how you just feel like you're, you don't know where you fit in. And um, sometimes, you know, that stress and anxiety gets to you. Um, And for me, that was my outlet. It was like, I can't control the stress and anxiety I'm feeling from just being a teenager, but I can control what I'm putting in my body and and how I'm moving my body. And so I, I latched onto that big time and just unfortunately took it to the extreme. Um, and so fast forward to getting, um, you know, graduating from high school, um, and getting ready to go into college. I, um, I went in for a physical and my doctor felt my throat and, you know, did, did the whole exam for my physical. And she's like, you know, I feel something on the side of your throat. Um, and I was like, oh, like, you know, I, I hadn't felt my throat for, you know, noticed anything abnormal. I, I didn't even know what to look for, but she's like, you know, I'm, I want to get this checked out. So I ended up going to an ENT and, um, you know, they also seconded that they felt what they thought was a nodule on the side of my um, throat. And um, so then I ended up having a ultrasound. There we go ended up having an ultrasound on my thyroid. And sure enough, I did have a nodule and it fortunately they took a biopsy of it and it was benign, but my ENT suggested that because I was so young and, you know, just wanted to, I guess, make sure that things didn't happen or, you know, progress to something worse in the future that he suggested I take half my thyroid out that I removed part of it. So, you know, being that impressionable 18 year old at the time and not being very well-versed in health and wellness, um, I was like, you know, sure. Like he knows what he's doing. This is what he feels is best. So I let him do that. And we went forward with, you know, having a partial thyroidectomy. Um, so, you know, then fast forward after that, I, went off to college and just started feeling depressed. Um, I, in the middle of the summer, I would be wearing multiple layers because I was cold, um, getting chilled very easily, um, just wasn't maintaining uh, my weight. Um, my hair was falling out. I just felt felt awful. Um, and so I went back into my doctor. Yeah. I was about to
0: ask. so. I'm um, not to interrupt you.
1: No, go ahead. When you had
0: your, as I going say, when you had your thyroid taken out, did your doctor have you supplement anything? Like, were you taking Synthroid, nope. which is the typical no. one you really no changes no. just took the, no. Took part
1: because, of the- yeah, no, because some, sometimes you can, you know, come out of having, um, a thyroidectomy and not develop hypothyroidism. Um, my mom, for example, yeah, my mom, for example, had half of her thyroid taken out as well, but she never ended up having hypothyroidism. She never ended up getting put on medication. So it's really just, you know, like I say to, to everyone, everybody is different and unique and, and it doesn't always result in you developing, um, you know, hypothyroidism or having to take So yeah, in my case, I ended up getting put on medication, um, and, uh, because of, because of, you know, my symptoms and obviously being diagnosed with then after blood work with Hashimoto's. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of where my, my journey, um, has taken me. I've since then, obviously 10 plus years since then, um, have learned to really manage it Pretty effectively, I I go to the endocrinologist typically once a year. But if I'm feeling off, every six months to get blood work done, um, and my levels have been in range, so that's been really good. I I do take um, levothyroxine. So Synthroid is the the synthetic version. I take the actual the generic version levothyroxine because those um, levels can actually be when you I don't know if you know this, but when you when you get um, thyroid medication, the synthetic version can be anywhere from, um, you know, 10 to 15 milligrams off of what the actual dosage that you're supposed to be taking is. Um, and it's just the the way that it's created. And so you may be getting, let's say you're taking 50 uh, milligrams, you may be getting 35 or, you know, 65, um, depending on, when it was manufactured, who was making it, all those things, um, and so my endocrinologist suggested when I was really kind of um, in the midst of figuring out what dosage was right for me um, and just feeling off, she suggested that I go to levothyroxine, which is the um, the actual you know brand name version of the thyroid medication, um, because that's uh, within like a five to ten um, milligram difference. So it's a lot more fine-tuned. Um, and with that, I found that I'm definitely, um, keeping my levels at more of a baseline, which is, has been great to see. And and it reflects in my, my everyday ability to really, uh, live, live my best life. So that's been great.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I take that. Well, I started with the synth but I take the levothyroxine, I think. I yeah. Say I say, yeah. I take that now. So that's right. good to know. Though. I did not know that actually. Um, yeah. I found out one thing I know about that in, I don't know if you knew this, this is if you, when you decide to get pregnant, you're supposed to take, I think your normal dose plus half every day when you get pregnant, because I guess it supplies the baby as well as yourself, which I found, I had no idea about when the doctor had told me that I was like, Oh, that's Something new I've never known about. I didn't realize, you know, your thyroid was that affected by being pregnant, but it does make sense to me. But the thyroid is just such an important element of, you know, function and everything. Um, Would you uh, care to share with our listeners what the thyroid does exactly and um, anything you've learned about
1: it over the past few years of your journey with all of this? Yeah, definitely. So the thyroid is just, it's a crucial part of our existence. I mean, prior to me developing this condition, I had no clue what it was um, and, or where it was located, you know? So it, it sits um, towards the bottom of our neck and it is a butterfly shaped uh, gland. And it really is this powerhouse of a gland because it regulates our mood and metabolism and just our overall body functioning. So if the thyroid is off, you're going to feel off. Um, you know, it's, yeah, it's, um, it's this total, like I said, powerhouse of a gland that really without it, obviously we wouldn't be alive. Right. Hence why we need, a lot of us need, um, medication to support, the, the overall functioning of our thyroid and of our body. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's quite simple, simply, um, put the, the importance of this powerhouse of a gland.
0: Yeah. It regulates so much blood pressure. Yeah. Um, your body temperature, heart rate, Yeah, just so many different things thrown off by it. And I think I think most people don't realize it's, it's function where it is, like you said, and how important it actually is in our body and having Hashimoto's for anyone who doesn't have an autoimmune conditioner, doesn't really understand them. It basically means our body attacks, whatever our condition is. So for yeah. our condition, the body thinks that the thyroid is not supposed to be there. So it's constantly attacking it. Yeah. And you know it's like wait a minute this is not supposed to be here this is the enemy but in reality it's not the enemy it's actually a friend so that's uh that's kind of a simple explanation of what an autoimmune condition is but yeah Yeah. so um yeah so tell me how you got into the nutrition side of the holistic world what got you interested in it and kind of yeah tell me a little bit more about that
1: yeah definitely so I really got into the nutrition realm back in pretty much the beginning of 2020, you know, at the beginning of 2020, we were all dealing with this total change of the way society looked and felt, um, because of the pandemic. And I was at the time teaching from home virtually and just really felt disconnected, um, from everything, right? Like I think a lot of us can relate and connect to. And so I decided that I didn't want to feel that way. And I, you know, was feeling very, very stressed, very depressed. And I started looking for ways that I could change that. And so I got really into meditation and mindfulness and yoga. And those were things that prior to that time, I would have said, no way, I'm not doing that. Like, count me out. I'm not going to ever try that. Um, but I, I was like, you know what, I've got to try these things. I've got to see if they're beneficial for me and fell in love with all of those things. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to get on social media and I'm going to see what else is out there. And I started following a lot of people in the health and wellness space. Um, and I just, I started realizing this is something that I'm I'm interested in. This is something that I feel could help support my overall well being, and so I ended up finding an amazing um, institution called the Energetic Health Institute, and I signed up to take courses with them. And I'm now in the midst of that. I'm getting ready to finish that, and I will be fully certified as a holistic nutritionist at the um end of june this uh june's so a june of 2022 um so i'm super super excited about that but yeah it's it's allowed me to really heal myself from the inside out naturally of course um but it's also through this process it's allowed me to see that i don't that medication is of course beneficial for my condition as it is for you and for many people but i there's also so many ways that i can support my body in other ways that don't have to be medication based. It's allowed me to, um, you know, to get rid of taking birth control, which I know you and I have talked about before. Um, and to really, because that can wreak havoc on your gut has, it's allowed me to, to start healing my body, um, and not slapping band-aids on it, um, to, to cover up some of those symptoms that I was experiencing prior to, um, to getting into the health and wellness space. So, yeah, it's just, it's allowed me to heal myself, but now I'm fortunate enough that I'm going to be able to share that with others and to help them heal themselves too, and and to show them that it's possible.
0: That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. I love, I love hearing about more people just kind of going in the direction of holistic healing, because there's so much, like so many good nuggets within that field of just, being able to heal yourself and not like, not slapping band-aids on, like you said. And that's yeah. something you and I have talked about where, um, a, a lot of people misdiagnose, uh, based off of just symptoms yeah. are not really looking into the root cause, but also yeah. they just over medicate, which is like, Hey, you know, you're having migraines, for example, birth control. Hey, yeah. you're having really bad cramps. Let's go on birth control. Yeah. That's something that I, I myself had happened to me. I got on birth control at age 18, 19, I want to say. And my doctor originally had put me on it for migraines and I would have my, I've had migraines since I was 11 and they were pretty bad. I would get them every two weeks when I was a kid. And then going into being, you know, going into college, I would get them at least once a week. Uh, they would last anywhere from one to five days. So I was, I was in pain a lot of the time and i yeah. wanted relief. And it was a quick, easy way to get relief, but it never really actually solved the problem because I kept having the migraines. They just were not as frequent and it created a, I'm very certain a ton of other issues within myself. I recently got off of it last year, actually, yeah. and I'm seeing how much better I feel off of it. I'm sure I'll continue to feel that way, but it affects so many different things. So tell me, I guess, let's, let's kind of dive more into, you know, doctors misdiagnosing different things when they could just really look at the root cause and then uh, some of this over medication kind of thing or over medicating things. So tell me kind of what your thoughts are on the whole topic or both topics, I should say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I, I I feel it's first important to mention that, you know, there is definitely um, a time and a place to consider holistic nutrition and holistic wellness and naturopathic medicine and functional medicine um, to support conventional medicine, right? Um I, I don't want to discount the fact that, you know, going to a conventional doctor um is not supportive because it, it is. Um, but I think in this society that we live in, like you mentioned, and like we've discussed before, it's, it's quite frankly, we're in this fast paced society that doctors are just kind of more apt to say, well, you want a quick fix, you need something now, like, let me hand you a pill for that. Right. Um, rather than digging deep to the root cause to find out what is causing you to feel that way. Like if we can get dig deep and get to the root cause and figure out what the issue is then we can get everything to go away and then you won't know you will no longer feel that way so you know it's it's taking the time and unfortunately or fortunately depending on how you look at it people don't want to they, they want that quick fix people don't want to wait um and so i think going to the conventional doctor is great right um, to to get your refill of you know your your thyroid medication or to have your your yearly physical and um, just for basic maintenance and whatnot but I think um, there can be a lot said for functional naturopathic medicine as well because if you you know you're feeling like for example, you're not being heard by your doctors um, or some of your doctors and you're like, gosh, I know something's going on but everybody keeps telling me you're fine or everybody, you know, keeps telling me that the blood work shows everything's normal. Well, that's great. Blood work can show that it's normal. My blood work shows that it's normal, you know, quite often when I go to get my lab work for Hashimoto's hypothyroidism, but there's other things in my gut that are off that make me feel crappy. And so that's not going to show on the blood work. So you have to dig deep and figure out, okay, what is truly going on so that you can identify that root cause and treat it. Um, and, and again, it takes time. Um, but giving yourself that grace, I, I feel what I've learned in the past two years is patience is key. Giving yourself that grace, that time, the patience needed to really dig deep and heal is going to benefit you tenfold in the long run because you're going to truly heal those root causes and you're going to be better for it and you're going to live that life that you've always wanted and that that life that you lived prior to having these issues so yeah that that would be my take on that
0: yeah i i 100% agree with everything that you said i think I think too many people want that quick fix because we live in a society where everything is so easily accessible and so just instantaneous. Like if you want something from Amazon, you can get it within a day, if not less. Yeah. You know, when it comes to TV shows, they're, you know, a of course you wait for the release date but a lot of times you know everything is like all there at once versus I'm sure when we were kids it was like a new episode on Monday nights at 6 yep. p.m or something like that so <laughs> patience is not something that uh, patience is not something that is very I guess active with a lot of our society as of uh just recently and now so I think I can't, I mean, I'm not sure about how you feel about this, but it took me a few years to get where I am now to feeling better, to healing. And of course, healing is a constant process. It's never like, oh, I'm yeah. healed and I'm completely fine. And, you know, yeah. I'm never going to deal with this again, especially exactly. with autoimmune conditions, but figuring out the tools that you need to, you know, be able to function best every day and feel better and be able to get through a flare up. is just—it's—they're just, it's, they're just, very important and they're very vital especially for autoimmune conditions
1: definitely yeah i 100 percent agree
0: yeah and so one of the things i wanted to touch on men might be able to eventually relate to this since i heard that male birth control is in the, <laughs> uh, the process of uh-huh. yep. working on it so maybe men can look this in a few years and be like oh no i can look at this but <laughs> so with a lot of women we get put on birth control at a very young age Mm -hmm. for whether it's for obvious reasons, for migraines, for cramps, for whatever, whatever other hormone hormonal issues I should say um, that doctors think that we're having. Mm -hmm. And what are just some of the effects of being on birth control long-term potential bad effects that you in your experience have learned about that maybe some women who might hear this podcast, like, wow, I've been experiencing those. I did not really link that to maybe me taking birth control because you said gut. So that's yeah. one of the things, but you yep. know, elaborate a little bit on what you've, oh, you've yeah. learned and
1: experienced. Sure. Well, well, post-control, post-birth control syndrome syndrome is a thing. So let me say that again post birth control syndrome is a thing. Um, and I had no clue until I came off of it that it was, um, I had, I came off of it in 2020 and I had been on it for gosh, close to 10 years. Um, and the longer you're on it, the worse those symptoms become for you. Um, and not everybody, I should say, not everybody experiences symptoms, but a lot of people do. And, um, myself being one of those people, I have a very sensitive gut, a very sensitive stomach. And um, so I felt immediately things like bloating after eating, um, you know, cramping during my menstrual cycle. Um, It also contributed to my hair loss that I felt and experienced during my hypothyroidism journey. Um, You know, you'll also have potentially irregular periods. Um, And all of this is really caused because, you know, if if your listeners are not aware, birth control is giving you synthetic hormones. It's giving you these hormones to pretend that you're having this normal cycle, but you're actually having what's called a a withdrawal bleeds. You're not actually having a quote unquote period when you are on um, birth control. So it, it really it shuts down. Yeah. It shuts down your, your hormones. Um, and so because of that, you know, your hormones help your body to function and regulate your, your overall systems. Um, and so because of that, when you come off of birth control, it's like this floodgate opens and, and all of these things that you've been masking with birth control, it's like, here, I'm back. Like, here's here's all the, you know, the digestive issues that you were suppressing. Here's all the, you know, the, the moodiness, which, you know, I, I felt I was moody on birth control, but it it becomes 10 times worse when you come off it, because it's like all the, like I said, the floodgates open and all of this stuff comes at you and your body's like, here I am, like, here's all the stuff you've been suppressing. Um, so yeah, it's for me, you know, it caused, A lot of the gut issues I had, SIBO is directly related to, so that's small intestinal bacterial overgrowth is directly related to it. H. pylori is related to it. Candida is related to it. All three of which I've had. um, Candida, I'm currently treating to eradicate that, but I have successfully eradicated myself um, or healed myself from H. pylori and SIBO, and they are all directly related to birth control. So it's just, it, it causes your body to just really, um, kind of develop this dysmorphia, if you will. Um, and, and your gut is then directly impacted by that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a fascinating, um, read if you, you know, read the articles about post-control, uh, post-birth control syndrome and, um, just being aware of how, you know, you can truly heal yourself and heal your gut, um, once you come off birth control, but it's going to take some work because your body is, um, through being on birth control is depleted of a lot of its essential nutrients, like B vitamins, vitamin C, vitamin E, folic acid, magnesium, and zinc. So just a lot of those things that we need to thrive, um, have, have been suppressed. And, um, you're going to need a lot of those things to help get your body back into its optimal mode of, of functioning.
0: That is crazy to me that one pill or one, you know, whatever type of birth control that people take, it can cause yeah. all of those symptoms long-term, which take so much time to come back from. And it's crazy that they give it out like candy. It's, it's just, it's insane to me because I remember when I was 18 years old and they were explaining birth control to me and you know, how, you know, some of the side effects and the symptoms. And Mm -hmm. I remember getting this literal packet of side effects and all the things you have to read, which any medication that has all of those things, it's probably probably not something you should be taking right especially if there's other routes you can take yeah i and and i look at some of my my supplements that i take now there's like a couple ingredients and then a couple like warning signs and that's it it's not like this this is oh by the way here's your novel to read you know just to, so you can catch up some light reading on yeah. you know what this might do to you and i remember being 18 and thinking i was like i could you know take on the world. i could you know do anything and I just look back now and I was like, man, I did not realize how some of these things really affected me, whether it was my diet, whether it was taking different supplements or doing certain things. And now I'm like very mindful of that. Whenever I, I take in things, I'm not necessarily to the extreme where it's like, you know, I cut everything out, but at the same time, I'm very mindful of what chemicals and things that I'm putting into my body and ingesting. Cause there's a lot of things that are approved by the FDA that I don't think should be, but I, uh, you know, yeah. to be my opinion, but you know, so yeah, it's, that's, that's, that's crazy to me. Um, but yeah, so tell me a little bit more about before we end your business that you're working on in terms of the nutrition side of things and tell me when that will be available. So if any of my are interested in healing themselves in that regard, they can, where they can reach you and kind of a little bit more about what you're planning on doing with it.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jen. Um, So yeah, I am going to be starting my holistic nutrition practice in June of 2022, um, which is just two months away at this point in time. Yes. I'm so excited. So I'm really going to be focusing on autoimmune gut health. Because, as an autoimmune warrior myself, I have gone through many, many, many different gut issues um, throughout my life. And I have been successfully healing them through a holistic approach. So, I want to be able to share that with other women specifically that want to do the same. Um, And I really want to be that voice for the woman who feels like. She hasn't been heard, um, and to show her that it is possible to truly heal from the inside out. So, um, what does that look like? That looks like me starting my practice in June. I have four amazing women that I'm going to be working with in June. And then in July, I will be um, open and available for a new group of women to work with one on one. Uh, I'll be taking up to four women in July as well. And I really just want to walk those women through the process of healing their body through my listening to your gut four week healing protocol. So you can read more about that on Instagram. I just released a, a little graphic of that um, the other day. You can also um, check in with me on Instagram. I'm at Kelly underscore Bluth on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok Um, And I repurpose a lot of my reels on Instagram to TikTok. So you can check me out over there. Um, And then I also have, like I said, the listening to your gut podcast, which focuses on health and wellness as well. So if you're interested in listening to that, you can check that out on pretty much all of the platforms, especially Spotify and Apple podcasts. Um, and if you want to connect with me further, um, you can also reach out to me through my email, which is Kelly holistic wellness at gmail.com. And any thoughts you have, um, or questions you have, you can email those directly to me, um, at that address. So yeah, I would love to connect with your listeners, um, because it is just my passion in life to serve and support women in healing their guts holistically. So yeah, I would love to connect.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, for coming and taking the time to chat with me today and share all of your, your information that you have. And I'm looking forward to working with you in the future again. Awesome. Thanks, Jen. It was a pleasure.